You're listening to episode 195 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And listen, we're shaking things up a little bit because the world is upside down right now. And I figure that there's never been a better time to switch it up. So (laughs) um, if you are not already subscribed to the podcast, I would strongly recommend that you do so because what I'm going to start doing is dropping a number of bonus episodes um, that I'm not really going to be talking about or advertising anywhere else other than maybe to my email list. So if you are not yet on my email list, make sure to do so. I will put a reference in the show notes that you can jump on there. Um, I do try to send out at least uh, one email a week, just checking in with everybody and it is unique content. Like it's, it's a special message that I send just to my email list. It's not anything that gets posted anywhere else. So it's extra special because those are kind of my, my inner circle peeps. So, um, I definitely recommend that you do that. And some of these bonus episodes, if you don't already know, I am, I've been going live, uh, on Facebook and Instagram. So Facebook is over at Emily Goff coaching and Instagram is over at Emily Goff coach. I've been going live every single day over there at 8 a.m. Eastern uh, since this whole quarantine isolation situation started, and I'm going to continue to do so until this is over, which could be months, by the way. Um, But I am having so much fun with these that, and people are really enjoying them, and I'm just, honestly, I'm having a blast with them. So I'm going to start posting some of them here on the podcast. This is not going to replace um, regular episodes for the most part. This is just going to be, I'm going to drop some of, some of them in here to make sure that you don't miss them because there's some really great discussions that are starting to happen in, in these. And I'm just having an absolute blast with them. And I want to make sure that you get access to this, to this content as well, especially if you miss the lives. Um, now the, the replays do get posted over on my Facebook page as well. Um, over on Instagram, it's only available for 24 hours, unfortunately, before the next one gets posted, uh, the following day, but I really wanted to make sure that you get a chance to hear some of these because we're going really deep into some, some pretty major topics, um, around entrepreneurship, online business, podcasting, um, showing up, sharing your story, speaking your truth, mental health, all of these different types of things. And I absolutely love it. Um, by the way, I also show up in my robe every day. Like I literally roll out of bed and turn on the camera and start chatting to you guys. (laughs) And this is what I do every single day. Um, And I love it. Honestly, I'm really, really enjoying it. So some of these um, bonus episodes are going to um, be replays of what is happening over on Instagram and Facebook. And since I'm a big fan of audio um, over video, sometimes 
I wanted to make sure that you had an audio only option for some of these ones. So you're going to be getting the absolute best ones uh, posted here. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm really, really pumped about it. So how the structure of these talks go is that uh, if you've never heard of the, we aren't really strangers cards, so it's like a board game essentially, except it's, it's like a little deck of cards, um, kind of like the cards against humanity, uh, card packs, but completely different. And these cards are all about connection. And this is what I have designed my talks, my daily, uh, talks and, and lives around is connection. That's why I'm doing them is to connect with you to, to help you with problems that you're having to support you in whole new ways and to show up for you as much as I possibly can and to help all of us feel more connected in a time where we're very physically isolated from one another because we don't have to be socially distanced. We just have to be physically distanced. So that's my entire purpose and, and meaning and the reason why I'm doing this every single day. So every day we start off with a card pull, I answer the card and then the card is also then, um, then you can also take that question from that card and use it with your loved ones or with your friends or, or something like that. Jump on a FaceTime with, with your grandma and talk to her about what this card is. That's the really beautiful part about these cards is that they apply to anyone and everyone will have a different answer to them. And it's going to spark some really beautiful, amazing conversations and conversations are at the root of connection. So you'll hear me draw the card. Um, and, and I mean, you'll, you'll hear me read out the card that I pull and my answer to it, um, on these, these bonus episodes, which are from the lives. And then you can take those and use those cards as well. Then we'll get into whatever that day's topic is. And sometimes I let the, the card sort of determine the direction that the conversation of the day will go. And that's an example of what happened with this one. I'd kind of had another topic in mind potentially, but I'm really starting to lean into letting my intuition guide these. And it's, it's been working out so well. And the talks have been getting like spicier by the day. They've just been getting more and more fun and more engaged and they're a blast. You guys, honestly, I would love to see you on live. If you can make it at 8 AM Eastern, I know that that doesn't work for everyone, but I would love to see you, um, over on Instagram or Facebook live with me. And if not, I will drop the occasional one of these as these bonus episodes. So today is going to be talking all about fear of failure, the fear of success, um, leaning into getting uncomfortable, getting more no's than yeses and why that's a good thing. And if you're getting too many yeses, you should actually be aiming for more no's. Um, there's, there's so many great stuff, uh, great things that, that we got into in this episode. And I'm sharing a lot with you about some, some really major struggles that, that I've had, uh, sort of behind the scenes as well in the hopes that it will help you to move through some, some potential blocks that you're having in your own life or your own business and help you to get to the other side of that. So super, super excited about this. Can't wait for you to listen. Let's do this. I, these are just getting more and more fun for me. I'm enjoying them. Also, I feel like I need to call them eight-ish because I keep showing up like five minutes late. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, Damien. Hi, Jennifer. Got the whole crew here today. All right. Okay, so we'll get into the topic in a moment. First, um, I'm doing these every single day at AM Eastern. I, well, eight-ish, we've established. Um, <laughs> and we always pull the connection card first. So let's see what we've got this morning. All right. 
this is a good one. I think this is going to change the entire topic for today. Okay. What are you more afraid of failure or success and why? Okay. This is, this is a loaded one. Okay. What are you more afraid of failure or success and why? Okay. First of all, I want to hear from you guys. Uh, are you guys more afraid of failure or success? And I'm going to, I have put a lot of thought into this question in the last six months or so in particular. So I actually came out with an entire podcast episode, uh, in the fall. I'll reference it. Um, I'll, I'll make sure to reference it so you can go and listen to it. Cause it, it was really popular all about how the fear of success is real. And I put a massive amount of thought into that because due to the personal nature of my story, I feel like this keeps coming up this week. This wasn't, this wasn't my plan to keep bringing this up, but due to the very personal nature of, of my story in terms of coming out with, um, the infidelity story, all that I struggled with a huge amount of fear of success because having more, more success meant more eyes on me and more room for judgment. Seriously, this is like the overall theme this week. This is just, this is crazy. Hi, Kim. How are you? (laughs) Um, so I, I had a huge amount of fear of success. And the other thing that you might not know about me is that I have never in my life craved fame ever, even as a child. Like, this is crazy. I, I would, I think my mom asked me once, um, you know, what I, what I wanted more kind of, I think she was kind of testing me to see what my response would be like, what I would want more, like to have money or to be rich. And, uh, even as a kid, I was like, I never want to like, or, uh, to be famous or to have money. I mean, and even as a child, I was like, I don't know why on earth people would want to be famous. Like I would never want to be famous to me. That's such a a restriction of freedom in some way, because at the time, the only people that I could think of that that were like so-called famous were, you know, movie stars and stuff. And then people follow them around taking their photo all the time when they don't want it to be taken and uh, all this, all this stuff. I am very happy to fly under the radar, (laughs) very happy to fly under the radar. Um, fame has never been something that I, have craved or wanted or anything like that. And in the nature of having an online business is that of visibility. And with visibility comes a certain degree of notoriety that, uh, is not an aspect of the online space that I love. Uh, however, what it really comes down to for me is impact. And if I want to have more impact, I have to be able to reach more people to share my message. So I I grappled with that for a really long time that success for me, the very likely byproduct of that success was and is going to continue to be uh, more visibility and more, I hesitate to call it um, like, like fame, but just in, in relation to, to having no visibility at all, it, I guess you could consider that like famous in not like A-list celebrity famous by any stretch of the imagine, just uh, by the, any stretch of the imagination, just a little bit more well-known. Let's put it that way. Um, and I, I hope to be known for the right things eventually, like now and, and uh, going into the future. But 
I really struggled with that a lot because sort of like what I was talking about yesterday in terms of fear of judgment is there's also a lot of pressure to me that can come with the success. Because for example, my podcast room to grow, um, has been consistently featured in the top 200, uh, regularly for months now. And I feel the pressure of that. It's like every week I'm like, okay, can I, can I top last week? Um, I, I need to at minimum maintain this, but also continue to climb the charts to do even better, to show up with better and better content and just more and more and more and more. And I put that pressure on myself that that's not anybody else. That's completely my responsibility, but it's hard. Like it's that that's hard to deal with. So with success comes then wanting to have more success. You know what I mean? Even, even if the terms of that success changed, it's still kind of about figuring out then what is the next level of success that I can achieve. And as a type A overachiever, that can be a never ending hamster wheel that can lead to burnout pretty quickly. So that's, that's tough. So that has been a huge part of my fear of success. And it sounds so silly, right? Like why would you fear success? Doesn't make any sense. Um, there are all kinds of reasons why people fear success. Those are just some of mine, kind of the, the visibility factor, um, the fear of judgment. And when you hit, especially because my story is so personal, my community is so tight knit that I've never once gotten so much as um, a negative comment about my personal story, like, you know, calling me out or, or something that I have done wrong or that, that they feel I did wrong in the relationship or something like that. No one has ever said anything negative to me ever. I've never had to deal with that. And I'm very aware that as more and more eyes, um, you know, are, are on me and on my story, those comments are inevitable. They're, they're absolutely inevitable. The, the kind of higher up you move up the ladder, the more internet trolls come out to play. <laughs> that's just part of being in the online space. So that's something that is very difficult to grapple with sometimes is, is that fear of success. Let's play the other side here. So the fear of failure. So I thought the fear of success was my big problem. I thought that that was what was holding me back in a lot of ways. And, and I worked through that and I had to do some hard work to work through that. And that podcast episode that I put out about the fear of success being real was sort of the culmination of all of the work that I had done. And I wanted to share it with other people in case they were also, you know, in case any of you were struggling with the fear of success and not really understanding it and understanding why it was coming up for you. Then, um, in the last couple months, I've done a deeper dive. I've done more types of things. I, I will end up doing a podcast episode about this. Before I left Bali, uh, there were a huge number of opportunities that fell into my lap, all all back to back, sort of personal development type of opportunities, not not like work wise. I'm, I'm talking um, more personal development stuff. And because I knew I was leaving Bali um, for you know at least a couple months. I'm like, okay, these opportunities feel like they're coming to me for a reason. I'm just going to snap them up because I feel like I still have more lessons to learn while I'm here in Bali. So I, I did several of those. And what kept coming up was fear of failure, that I have this deep, deep sense of fear of failing and that it stops me in my tracks because then I, I never get started at all because I'm, I'm so afraid that if I try to do the thing 
and I fail at it, that then there's no one to blame but myself. So a lot of times the tool that I um, have sometimes relied on to protect me from that is procrastination. <laughs> I've talked about procrastination in the last few days too. Um, and when I procrastinate, then I can, then if, then if whatever I'm trying to do doesn't work out, I can blame the fault of my own procrastination as opposed to me specifically. Do you see what I mean? Like it's still a slight difference, even though I'm aware that I am the one who's procrastinating, I can still put it onto the procrastination as opposed to stepping in the, into the full responsibility of just owning my shit. So that was a uh, very eye-opening when I had that realization because I had just for months been thinking this is fear of success, fear of success. And I do think that a large part of that was, but once I worked through that, the layer underneath it was fear of failure. So it was actually both. And I worked through the first layer and then I hit the second one. And the second one has been a little bit harder to work through. But once I fully recognized it for what it was and for what it is, now I remind myself of that every single time I catch myself procrastinating or um, not taking action on something. And it's, it's still a tough slog but I'm, I'm working through it. And it's like a daily thing that I have to really remind myself of is when I start procrastinating or when I start, uh, kind of, you know, not doing a task that I know that I'm actually really excited about doing or, or serving in some way, helping people show up. I'm like, Oh, look at that. There's fear of failure. It's back. <laughs> uh, Jennifer, this resonates with me afraid of failure. And I procrastinate too. Yeah. It's it, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. Um, so I feel you on that. So that's why this question is so loaded for me because both of those have been, um, a question that I've asked myself over and over and over again in the last six to 12 months. And, um, it's, it's been hard. The other thing was in terms of fear of success too, was that before I came out with my story, my only main reservation with coming out with it was I didn't want to be known as the girl who was cheated on for nine years like that. Nobody wants to be known for that. And, and I was really worried that if, if that was what would capture people's attention about me, then that would be the only thing that they would remember about me. And I'm like, listen, that's not who I am. That's something that happened in my life. And I need to differentiate between that. Um, so I think that a big part of that ties into what we were talking about yesterday, which is sort of about how to share your story and sharing your story with intention and sharing the lessons that people can pull out of it. That's going to be completely different than just spilling your guts on the internet for no good reason, right? That's going to make a really big difference. And something else that a couple mentors reminded me of before I came out with it was how many people who are big household names in, in the online space and in general, but like, you know, in the on, in the online space, especially since uh, we're kind of trying to compare apples to apples here, who came out with really significant stories when they were just starting out, um, whatever those were. And now so many new people have come into their realm that they don't even know that story about that person. So they think that they know that person really well, but they, you know, it's kind of like been forgotten about, or they've, they've just done so many other things since that it's sort of irrelevant at that point. Um, so that's another big part of this whole conversation around failure versus success and all of those things. But 
Yeah, the fear of failure is very difficult to manage. But a big part of any of this is just seeing it for what it is and then calling that shit out. Then when that comes up, you can go, oh, I see you. I know what that is. I see why I'm being held back right now. (laughs) And just recognizing it is going to make it easier to step past it. Okay. So yeah, that's, wow, that, that took me a lot longer to answer than I thought it would. But yeah, I think that that was really important to, to get into, which also ties into what I'd kind of had floating around my, my head for today. There were a couple things, but I think I'm just going to focus on, on one of them is, um, getting too many yeses as opposed to no's means that you're not getting uncomfortable enough. So I was talking to a mastermind group, uh, yesterday all about, um, podcasting and, and building your business around your podcast and all that. I love doing that stuff. It was like an hour and a half and they were thanking me for how, for how long I I gave. And I was like, really, this just feels like fun to me. (laughs) So what I want to remind you of is that if you are putting yourself out there, if you are, um, you know, pitching yourself to different places, which I have a three part mini series coming up on the podcast, all about pitching and all of that. So I've got you covered there anyway, even if you aren't pitching right now, don't panic. I've got you covered. Uh, it's coming up very soon, like in the next, potentially even the next couple days. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that. But if you are reaching out and you're, you're getting all yeses, all the opportunities your way are coming your way. Um, anything that you reach out for is falling into your lap. That's awesome. That also means that you're not reaching high enough. So if you're getting all yeses, I want you to start aiming instead for getting more no's. And then all this shit of fear of failure is going to come up and hit you in the face. (laughs) But it doesn't matter because you need to go anyway. So I, I want you to really start to focus on that and if, if you're, if you're getting all kinds of opportunities, all kinds of yeses, everyone's saying yes to you. Amazing. Where can you start reaching out to start having people say no? For an example, I reached out to a guest, a potential guest, podcast guest last week. And this was the first time that I've reached out to someone with a platform of, of that size. Uh, I'm not going to say who it was, Um, but they're very good at what they do and I, I love them. I think that they're, they're awesome that they do such incredible work and I would love to have them on the guest, uh, uh, on the podcast as a guest. And when I say big audience, I'm talking massive, like really next, next level. Like we're talking probably, uh, five or six times bigger than my biggest podcast guest, which is saying something. And I reached out to them. I pitched them. Uh, they had a really sweet response. Um, but then they said, sure, you know, and and I think this is just standard. I think for them, you know, uh, they, they told me where to officially apply and then said, and you can send us our, your podcast download numbers. And that's the first time a guest has ever said that to me. And I'm like, Oh, that's how I know I'm playing in the big leagues now. (laughs) When they want the download numbers, I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) Because, and and of course, I I kind of expected that. Um, When when some of these guests reach a certain level, they only want to uh, bother sometimes with podcasts that are are going to have a certain level of, of reach kind of guaranteed to them. 
And I don't know that I'm going to make the cut on that. I mean, I have good numbers, but I don't have massive numbers like what they're looking for, I think. However, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm fully diving in and I'm going to fully apply anyway. Um, and I, I'm just aware that even if I get a no, that it's fine. And I'm actually pretty proud of myself because I have been getting too many yeses. And I recognized that in myself. And I was like, mm, nope, you're too comfortable. <laughs> I told one of my coaches that I was like, no, I'm getting, and I was deadly serious. I'm like, no, I'm getting way too many yeses. I need to start getting more no's. And she just starts laughing. She's like, I love that I have people around me who say things like that. She's like, it's not a normal human thing to say. <laughs> like, but this is what uh, entrepreneurs do. That's why uh, one of my other coaches, James Wedmore, calls it the personal development playground, calls entrepreneurship the personal development playground because you're constantly having to step up to the next level either by choice or because it's hitting you in the face. <laughs> you have no option but to step up to the next level. So if you're getting all kinds of yeses, I want to challenge you in the next week or two to start reaching out to, to people or, or places where there's a good chance you might get a no. And if you do, then you can deal with the fear of failure. And if you don't and they actually say yes, you're even farther ahead. So why not? What's, what's the harm in that, right? So these are the kinds of questions that I want to leave you with today is around the fear of failure, the fear of success, and how that ties in with getting uh, more no's and yeses. And if you're getting all yeses, you need to start aiming to get more no's. And that's going to go a really long way. That's going to like catapult you. And it's also a little bit like ripping off the bandaid. If you get used to hearing no, it gets a little bit easier. Like that rejection that we talked about um, in the last day or two around how rejection, we we feel rejection as human beings, our brains process it the same way as as it processes physical pain. It can start to become a little bit easier. It's like, um, I'll jump into ice baths a lot, especially when I'm in Bali, it's just much easier access. They're they're harder to to find here. Although there's just like the lake, right? (laughs) I could just do that. Here, it's totally different, but um, a more intentional ice bath uh, is super easy to come by in Bali. So I'll end up doing that a lot. And I have always hated cold water, but the more I I do it, the more comfortable it starts to feel. Not not like comfortable in the the super cozy, lovely kind of way, but the okay. I know that this is going to suck, but it's going to be so much better on the other side, kind of way. And there's a lot of power in that and, and, and creating that and building that for yourself. Um, it, that's going to take you really far in life when you can start to develop that type of skill. And that is a skill to be able to handle rejection and to, to move on to the next step. That's really, really powerful. Okay. So I'm going to end on that note. Uh, this was fun guys. Like I'm really enjoying this whole stepping into my intuition to let these guide me. I, I don't come with anything planned other than maybe like a, a quick, you know, two or three words jotted down in a notes app that I don't even end up looking at. And I, the more I'm letting these guide me, the, the more I'm just letting the information flow out of me. So I hope you guys are finding this useful. <laughs> and yeah, these are a blast. So I'm back every day at a.m. Eastern until whenever this is done. Uh, the projections on that seem like they're getting farther and farther away. It's fine. I will still be here. <laughs> So I'll be back tomorrow and thank you so much for listening.
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you. Bye.